Welcome to Podcasting Smarter, the podcast for podcasters by podcasters. Podcasting Smarter is the official podcast from Podbean, featuring podcasting interviews, best practices, and helpful tips. We're here to give you the tools, resources, product updates, and news to help you get started podcasting and keep your podcast growing. Hello, and welcome to Podcasting Smarter. This is Norma Jean Belenke, Podbean's Head of Events. And in today's episode, we're having a conversation with Steve Glynn and Adam Darris from Experience Milwaukee, where we'll get into podcasting for your local community, building a regional podcast audience, monetizing, and more. Stay tuned. And here we go. Hello and welcome. Hey. Hello. We Hi, are Adam. so excited to have you here today. Adam and Steve, Steve and Adam, welcome <laughs> to Podcasting Smarter. Tell you us know, about we, your show. What yeah, is Experience we, Milwaukee? We we even have t-shirts with our names on it. That's how crazy we are into this <laughs> podcasting stuff. <laughs> that's, how, that's how much we love our merch, I guess, too. Yeah. I love so, it. We're going to talk about merch when we talk about monetizing. But first absolutely. off, tell us about Experience Milwaukee because we're so excited to have you guys here today and to talk about podcasting for a specific geographical region and community. Yeah. So Experience Milwaukee simply is a podcast that tells the stories of the people, places, and events that make Milwaukee amazing. Fantastic. And tell us a little bit about the show, how long you've been producing the show, and how you both got into podcasting. Adam, I'll start if that's okay. Yeah, you start. I was just going to say you should probably start because you started the podcast. Because here, <laughs> because here's how it here's how it happened. Really wanted to give back to the city is partly how we got started, but also a quest for free beer. And so we've been around for almost five years, around 200 or so episodes, listeners in 30 countries and 40 states. So we're surrounded by people who love Milwaukee and love this area. And I really got in it myself, in addition to loving the city and wanting free beer, to kind of keep the marketing acts sharp, you know, uh, understand how to put this kind of stuff together and distribute it. And Adam and I have been friends for a while. And so, you know, I, used to, I started getting these phone calls and texts about all the things I could be doing better on the podcast. And, and, and that's how Adam jumped in. But Adam, you can explain more on that. I was really subtle in my approach. <laughs> it was, dude, listen to your podcast. Needs a better intro. Do this. Add music do this. <laughs> and initially was not an effort to get on the podcast, but it was a really, really cool side quest that I was on. So I, <laughs> I originally, I was like, I love this idea. I love that he's doing this. Steve knows a lot of really great speakers, a lot of great people, great connections in Milwaukee. And I was like, oh, we can harness this. And I already was saying we at this time. This is yeah, right. an episodes in. <laughs> I've not been mentioned alone one in time yeah. ever. And I'm like, oh, we could do some crazy cool things with this. And understanding what Steve was going for, the appreciation, the showing some love for small, medium, large businesses in Milwaukee. I thought, oh man, listening to these other podcasts, I'm, I'm picking up these little tiny things that I think are really interesting and really keep a flow going for a podcast. So I just started hitting them with all these things each week. And finally, 
I don't know, maybe 20, 25 episodes in, he finally goes, Hey, I'm doing a, what's happening in Milwaukee this weekend. Do you want to hop on? And I was like, I absolutely do. And I show up with a <laughs> bunch doorbell of, rang. yeah, my yeah, doorbell <laughs> yeah. I was already outside his house ready to. No, that's so great. Podcast. It's so great. You really like teamed up. You're such a fan we of this. Did. Became part of the show. I love that. Yep, exactly. I love that. That's such a fantastic story. And I'd love to hear from you both about the kind of the regional nature of podcasting, because it is such a global medium, right? Like you can start a podcast mm-hmm. You know, here at Podbean, we always say you can start a podcast from your phone in five minutes and it really goes out to the world. But your podcast is about a specific place. So tell us about the experience of of creating a podcast for a specific place and community. Steve, do you want to start here? Yeah, I'll start. And actually, what I've started to share is is the playbook for how we do that. Um, I've had other city, quote, city podcasters send me notes or emails or texts and especially at speaking at conferences and sharing um, this playbook we have, it's really important for us to stay regional. It focused on Milwaukee, but also the surrounding areas and how people experience that area. But we we think it's super important, so much so that we've got this sort of blueprint and how we gone through from starting with the fabric of our city, those businesses that mean the most to how you experience Milwaukee into now talking to a lot of our elected officials on how we continue to keep this thing going. Absolutely. And, and tell us, I mean, not to kind of like, you know, spill the beans here, but, <laughs> or we always like all to the say a pod bean, yeah. spill the pod beans. So what exactly <laughs> does that playbook kind of entail in terms of best practices and how to, how to really, you know, dive into your community. And I love, you know, the idea of speaking to elected officials as well, because, you know, even just, you know, they say when people attend city council meetings, the results of the meetings are different, right? So it's about having someone there and having a community presence and a community voice as well. So tell us a little bit about specifically what's in that playbook. Cool. Let me break it down a little bit. And so I'll just reiterate, we started with those small businesses that make up our community and do such a great job in making all the people, places and events exciting here. And so we started just highlighting their stories. Why did they start? How did they get into what they're doing, whether it's a restaurant or a cafe or a bar or a musician artist? And from there, the next step that we took was getting into having had all the small businesses involved. We then reached out to what we call here. I don't know if other cities have business improvement districts, but those are essentially geographical areas in the city that are responsible for uh, marketing the businesses in those footprints. And so um, that was sort of our next step of getting those groups involved since we uh, had a track record of, of what we were doing with the smaller businesses, those members of their business improvement districts. The next thing we did really was jump into our local tourism bureau, which is called Visit Milwaukee, and started partnering with them because their whole goal is to get conferences to come here, fill hotel rooms, get people mingling and spending their money in the city. We love that too. So we started partnering with them. And then that once we had those three sort of cornerstones in place, the fourth piece for us was then working with our elected officials to get broader support for what we're doing. And I'll say the fifth and bonus component is we happen to have some regional economic development initiatives 
one being a focus on the message around tech in Milwaukee. And so we've partnered with those economic development organizations as well to just make sure, you know, one is, is, is this great content funnels for us? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But the other key thing is as a city, it's critical or a region, it's critical that we are aligned on the messaging we want the world to receive from us. Oh, I love that. And and I think, you know, going from something where you're talking to small businesses and you're really, you know, thinking about, okay, like who are the characters in the community? What are the watering mm-hmm. holes? What are, you know, those coffee shops that everybody knows and loves and have been there, you know, for 20 years going from that to more community-based initiatives to governmental initiatives to tourism initiatives. I mean, that's, that's such a smart model, right? Especially because, you know, on an aggregate level, right? The city wants to bring in tourism. They want to bring in conventions. They want to bring in conferences, you know, to inject an influx of, of money into the city. And I think many, many cities have these initiatives and have, have this infrastructure in place. So to tap into that is important. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. And and I want to kind of ask next, Adam, I'll direct this next question to you because community plays a really big role. And I can kind of hear it, you know, Steve, woven through your answer. But Adam, what role can you explain a little bit more, go into detail about the role community plays in terms of the content? Because I know, Steve, you mentioned like interviewing, interviewing these musicians and, and small business owners, but how does community play in terms of audience development and then monetization for the show? Oh, the M word. Yeah, I brought it up. Here we are. (laughs) Community, I mean, community is everything. Community is the reason we're doing it. We're a part of the community and we want the community to be a part of the podcast. So a lot of what's happened for us specifically is as we're interviewing these small businesses, as we're having these great conversations, learning from people, understanding their true passion behind how they started this business, why they started it and everything like that. We then also started to expand our reach just because they go, oh my gosh, this was so cool. You know who else you need to interview? I'll set it up. Well, I'll, I'll do an intro, a warm intro for you. So we talk a little bit about just the community within the community, so to speak. So we we go in, we have a really nice experience with a small business and that small business has its own community of people going, Hey, how did you guys figure this out? How did you do this? And they go, and then they also throw in a, by the way, there's these guys that do this podcast. It's a super fun conversation. And then they'll, they'll share it with the world and their listener base is growing. So the thing that we did not ever account for, and Steve, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know that we're accounting for it today, is other countries listening to this podcast. Right, right. We had somebody from Ireland that reached out that said, Hey guys, I love, I love the podcast. Keep it up. Keep going. We're like, why are you listening to us? What, what are we doing? (laughs) This is awesome. Are you coming to Milwaukee? Are you just moved? Yeah. Yeah. He has just moved. He had just moved to, so that's what we figured out. We figured out that he had just moved to the city. He was trying to figure out, you know, things to do, people to connect with. And he's listening to this podcast. And I think, it wasn't a huge focus for us initially, but now that we're seeing people connecting in this way, leaning into it is probably the best way we can do it. And Steve, I still don't know how we're monetizing. So maybe you should feel that. (laughs) I'm happy. I'm happy to jump in on that. And, um, and you know, it goes back to my last answer of, or discussion around 
economic development in when you, you know, we, we purposely tell people we started the podcast as a quest for free beer because it, yeah. it sounds really, it sounds fun. It sounds simple. It's relatable, right? But it's interesting as Adam talks through community and how we have given back to this wonderful community here and help build it up at the same time that we then do expand into these into a more economic development space. And I'll say uh, from a monetization standpoint, we have even further gone into a job or talent attraction space. And so we took four years of content around the things that make the city amazing. And what we added to it this year as a way to monetize is additional complementary content about what it's like to work here. And so we are co-creating content with companies rather than sell them ads. We've opted to create content with them about what and how important it is that they do here in our community and how you might get a job there. And um, we've been able to monetize significantly from probably a, a baseline of around and, and we don't share this with many people, but we we share with the intent of that we're not messing around with this podcast, even though it started as a quest for free beer. We started around probably 10K a few years ago of revenue to about 40 or 50 this year. And we're already in six-figure commitments in budget write-ins with clients for next year. Wow, fantastic. And you know, it it it's really a beautiful kind of like niche in between community content and branded content. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it mm-hmm. it's not it's somewhat branded content, but it's also, you know, bringing in people to the city. It's also, you know, civic. It, it you know, yes. all, there's also mm-hmm. I mean, I also want to ask have you applied for grants? Like that's also something where, you know, when you're talking about working with tourism when when you're talking about local economic initiatives for specific mm-hmm. neighborhoods they have budgets right <laughs> and so oh, yeah. i think yeah. in terms we, of in terms of media i think as you know for for people out there who are looking at creating a regional podcast or something specific to their community you know see look to see where your community has budget as well yeah that's a great point so we've been advised to um look for grant opportunities or we've been even told of specific grant opportunities that we're looking to collaborate again as adam you know talked about community to collaborate with others within our community. So it's not just Experience Milwaukee doing some of these things, but as as we like to work, we're partnering up with relevant organizations to boost each other up. I would say the other piece that might be, I mean, we're talking about grants. There are other opportunities as well to work with. When you think of a regional podcast and you zero into neighborhoods, Banks have to reinvest in these neighborhoods. And we're looking at ways to elevate small these small businesses even more in yeah. partnership with some of our community banks as well. Fantastic. And I think, you know, just seeing who's in your community, like what physical businesses there are, what physical businesses are there, you know, yeah. how you can connect with them, what you can do for them. And then see, you know, what budget they have. I love that in terms of in terms of local employers, you know, they could just be advertising, right? And maybe on right, a CPM right. model, they'd be getting, you know, you'd be getting something, but it probably is more value for them. And that's why they're moving forward with that kind of branded 
aspect of content. I don't even want to call it branded content. I want to call it like community content because maybe the best, you know, the best use of their budget isn't, you know, Hey, buy our product, but Hey, you know, we're a great place to live and a great place to work and come join our community. So I think it's really amazing in terms of the way that you're serving the community. And it's not one particular facet, right? It's not one particular angle, but it's really looking at the community holistically as a whole and saying, you know, okay, what are the opportunities? Where can we all grow together? That's so beautiful. And I want to kind of pivot now and talk a little bit about the benefits, a little bit about the benefits of podcasting for a local community and and kind of what you've seen in terms of like the neighborhood response, the community response, like not only, you know, in person, people are saying like, wow, I love the show, but also like what impact has it made? Adam, let's start with you on this one. Ooh, let's. Specific impact, we've noticed a little bit more. Oh, Steve, how do I want to say this? It's our impact has been felt, I think, more than seen specifically by us because we feel so lucky to be able to highlight some of these amazing small business owners, some amazing medium business owners, some amazing large business owners. And the fact that we have a medium that people are interested in right now, yes, the pandemic probably pushed podcasting over a potential plateau, but I mean, it was on the rise magnificently. Yeah, sure. Yes, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the fact that Steve had the foresight to start a podcast, I don't know, how many years was it? 2017? 25 years in? 2018. 2018. 2018. Yep. That focused on a city. A, we thought we were crazy. Because we're like, oh my God, did we just name this thing after a city? We didn't think of expansion at all. We've literally backed ourselves right. into a corner. Where are you going to expand? <laughs> exactly. You're Milwaukee. Well, and yeah. and here, we, here we are now for 200 plus episodes in and we're like, oh my God, I think we only scratched the surface. There's Amazing. so, yeah. so much to do. And back to focusing on community and, and what we're doing, we are becoming a connector. I spoke on it a little bit earlier, but we're becoming a connector. People are hopping on the episode. They're saying, hey, you should visit with these people. You should do an interview on on this company. And we're reconnecting people that may not be as connected as they once were. So we're doing that. We're We're working on... I don't know if I can say this, Steve. We're working on events. We did one last year on April 14th, 414 day. For those who don't know what that means... Our area code is 414. So April 14th is Milwaukee, Milwaukee Day, Day, which amazing, seemed, which seemed very appropriate for us to have an event on that day. And we did another thing where we we brought in some local bands. May you may not have heard of them. We had a it at a brewery that sponsors us, uh, which was also really fun and brought a ton of people in. There's a lot of little things like that that are we're we're noticing are continuing to grow. And I think personally, we're also elevating the businesses that we that we have on. Absolutely. Uh, we're elevating the person that owns the business by being so cool and so friendly and so open about their journey to, you know, the present. I'll, I don't know. See, what did I miss? I no, I think you hit right on. Like we're definitely strengthening in our own way the community. And that's an impact that we're having. And I think the other aspect I would add is, is we really felt this 
during the pandemic. Yeah. And as our restaurants and museums and our galleries were shutting down, all of these places that make Milwaukee what it is. Yeah. We were able to partner with some of the business improvement districts that we mentioned mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier and continue to shine a light on these businesses. Yeah, absolutely. That was going to be my next question. I mean, what yeah. did you do during the pandemic and how did not only, you know, the community support you because everyone was home listening to podcasts, but how did you support the community? So we we were fortunate to team up and we were part of this rally on program and the podcast started as one of several components and then as we moved along in the pandemic, we learned the podcast was like the number one or number two thing these businesses appreciated about what was happening with Rally On. And what it was, was a a cry out to the city to say, here's how important these small businesses are. Here's their story. Here's how you can support by a gift card. Take take an order to go. Simply just give them some cash because we want them to be around when we come out of this. Mm So it was really a tremendous, a tremendous opportunity and really we're so grateful to have been part of helping all of these. We were doing one or two a week to just help these businesses stay connected to their customers. Yeah. yeah and, and just also and shine a light. We were, yeah, yeah. We also right. figured out we could do virtual podcasting yes. and that was like, holy crap, we can do a, a ton more. We don't have to like coordinate our work schedules with uh jumping to a restaurant or or a, a space to do the podcast we were forced to go virtual and we were able to just hammer out a bunch that. of episodes yeah. yes and i think both the business owners and the other guests that we had on appreciated the fact that they didn't have to go somewhere they didn't have to mask up you know we were in a pandemic so we really yeah. couldn't do any of that stuff but we were able to highlight these businesses highlight how they were adapting to this pandemic life. And then, yeah, what Steve said, going back to how can you support? How spend can you your help? money? Keep spend, spending your money. Spend that money. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So for other creators that, that want to create a regionally specific podcast or regionally specific content even, what are some best practices or recommendations that you guys have? Steve, let's start with you on this one. Yeah, so I mean, I think, and this is, these are best practices and recommendations spoken specifically from our direct experience. And so realizing you've got to put your own kind of flavor on it and your own personality into it, because that truly matters in how this content is going to come out to your audience. But we were um, a little scattered to start, even though it sounds like a podcast only about Milwaukee sounds is very specific. We were a little scattered to start. So I think the more focused you can be, and we've gotten so focused on that our podcast is is literally only for those Milwaukee fans who want these more in-depth stories behind the people, places, and events they love. And so be specific about who you're serving. Have your heart in the right place. I mean, this is a long game. We worked at this for four years before we were able to monetize and work that blueprint. And really, I'm happy to, you know, if anyone wants to email me, at steve at experience milwaukeepodcast.com i'm happy to share this blueprint but we really work that ladder okay so our best the best practices i can share work with those small businesses that are the fabric of your community gain some credibility 
expand to those business improvement districts or those sort of economic engines of those neighborhoods that that are meaningful. Then work your way through some of the other economic development or travel and tourism organizations. And by that time, if the elected officials in your area aren't reaching out to you, you've got a lot of sort of portfolio to take to them. Absolutely. That's such, I mean, that's such a great game plan. And we'll pop your email here in the show notes for everybody listening. If anyone wants to get in contact, Adam, is there anything here that you want to add as well in terms of recommendations for any content creators out there who are like, oh, I want to make a podcast about my town? I love the focus idea. And I think one of the things that Steve and I have kind of, I don't, not focused on, one of the things that Steve and I have kept in the mind frame of ourselves is promoting awesome people doing awesome stuff. I know that sounds generic, but when you start digging into some of the details like we have, where we're going into business improvement districts, we're jumping into how do we elevate small businesses through the banks, all these different things. The focus is awesome people doing awesome stuff in our city. And if you keep those blinders on for that focus, so many things will open up for you. So many things will become so obvious like they did for us and highlighting the passion behind people starting these businesses, the experience that they had in the past. If you listen to these episodes, it's all over the place. People start businesses because they were like, why doesn't this business happen in our city? And the others start businesses because it's a long formed tradition that their family has kind of lost. And they're like, well, I guess I'm picking up the slack and we're going to do this. <laughs> it comes from every angle. And us saying, it's just awesome people doing awesome things. We're getting to see all those all those stories and experiences come to light. And frankly, it's energizing. I love the hell out of it. Absolutely. I, I have one more best practice. Yeah. Mm, it's a quick one. Find yourself an Adam. <laughs> <laughs> You have well, I to. think I think that that's important. Collaboration is is so <laughs> is so relevant, especially you know you're talking about community, but community can also be, you know, the people who work on your show. So the mm-hmm. community of Experience Milwaukee as well. So, and Adam, yeah. it's so great to hear you so energized about the podcast, and, <laughs> and also just you know I think when we experience great storytelling as a creator or as an audience, there's that spark you know that really lights something up inside of us. So it yep. is really special. Well, I have a couple other questions So that I ask everybody at the end of each episode. Where do you both believe the industry is headed in terms of podcasting? Steve, let's start with you. You know, I think a few months ago, I probably wouldn't have had an answer to this question. But I now, having been to some of the industry conferences and being able to mingle and talk to and hang out with fellow podcasters who are in this because it's in their heart, it's interesting that to me that the 99% of us who are you know just scraping or finding a way to monetize that we have and, and you know we're grateful for that path we've been able to um kind of roadmap out but 99% of us podcasters are really doing this because we love it and i think that where the industry is going is hopefully one we're seeing we're seeing organizations like podbean continue to evolve and create tools that make it easier for us podcasters to make this a business and a real quote real job and i think the second thing is we're going to see continued growth of us of the 99 percenters here who are starting 
a podcast because we just can't shut up about something and we want those <laughs> stories to come out. And how are we going to, um, you know, are we going to better connect with with monetization? I think it's only going to get better in the future. Absolutely. Okay. So last question, what are each of your favorite podcasts? I got a list. All right. Adam let's hear it. Adam, let's start with listen, you. Yes. This I is what we're here for. <laughs> lots of podcasts. I am currently listening to Two Hot Takes. I generally go in and out of Conan Needs a Friend because that man is electric. He, I don't know how he does what he does, but he just, his brain is bigger than the average human. First, he's just amazing. I also listen to Crime Junkie. Yes, I got to get a little bit of true crime fix in me. And the last one that I have been listening to a lot recently is this crazy one. It's, it's very regional. It's Experience Milwaukee. <laughs> it's great. I'm just kidding. I cannot. I cannot listen to the sound of my own voice, which is really weird. He doesn't listen to a, the show. Oh a, no! Kind of, it's really you gotta weird listen to your own show. But I force it. I do force listening to it. I'm like, oh god, oh god. Here we go. Here's my stupid voice. You again. listen for the guests, right? Not the host. I 100 <laughs> percent listen for the guests. Honestly, it's kind of fun listening back and going and remembering when we recorded. Yeah. What I was thinking at the time when this is going on, like, oh my God, I should have asked this question, that kind of thing. So yes, I also get a strange amount of FOMO listening to the podcast because I'm like, oh, I should have asked this question. This would have been a great follow-up. But that's the thing that gets you better and and helps you in the the next episodes where you go, ah, I remember. I remember where this is going. I should ask this question now. This is a good follow-up. Yes, and absolutely. And Steve I knows I love a good wild card question too. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He does. And I purposely create outtake episodes once a year. Oh, yes, he does. Adam hates his voice. So, and he's the, the feature of all the outtakes. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, I love I that. It must I be a fan favorite. That's fantastic. <laughs> Before we Adam's go, Steve, stumbling. do you have any, yeah, do got, you have any favorite shows? I'm going to give you two. And one is one that's personally, I, I know people love or hate probably, but personally meaningful to me. I, I listen to this on my walks and my quiet time and my movement time in the mornings. And that's uh, the Gary V audio experience. Love Gary Vaynerchuk. Nice. I'm going to go local on my second one and my final one. And um, I think this is important. And I do a lot of work with early talent and young professionals and helping them connect up to the job they love. So I would uh, offer up a podcast called Social Capital. The host is Lori Hybe, and it's all about establishing meaningful, engaged, valuable networks. Oh, fantastic. That's such a great recommendation. Well, Steve Glenn and Adam Darris from Experience Milwaukee, thank you so much for joining us here today on Podcasting Smarter. We loved it. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Podcasting Smarter. If you have any podcasting questions or want to get in touch, send us an email at podcastingsmarter at podbean.com. Thanks so much and happy podcasting.